You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. Hi, everybody. Hope you're having an awesome week. And tonight we're going to talk about Facebook Lives because I've gotten a lot of questions from health coaches who are saying, you know, I don't know how to feel confident going live. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to make it worth my while. And I wanted to talk about it because I have a lot of ideas on this on this subject and a lot of things that have worked for me um, and that have worked for my clients that I think would make a good Facebook Live video. So before we begin, my name is Haley Rowe. I'm a business coach for health coaches. I work with them on getting their marketing uh, set up in a way that feels authentic to them and creates more clients and more sales in a non-pushy way. And I also work with my clients on their mindset, pushing through the scarcity mindset, pushing through imposter syndrome, like I'm not enough to be doing this, um, and owning their pricing and their packages and their worth. And um, tonight, like I said, we're going to talk about one piece of marketing, which is Facebook Lives. That is the new way of the world because it's free. You can do it anytime. You can build your community through Facebook Lives. And it can be a lot of fun. Now, before we begin, I just want to let you know, when I first started doing Facebook Lives, I would get so nervous that my voice would tremble and shake and quiver. And I would have to stop the video in the middle of it and leave to go uh, make myself feel better and delete the video because I didn't think it was good enough. And uh, it was just not my best. Now, I'm going to open up the video on my screen because I'm using a tool that I'm going to share with you more about called Ecamm Live. Um, so I, can, I can't really see your comments unless I'm on this. There we go. Okay, so it's set up. So now if you comment, I will be able to see it. It's on my screen. All right. So first, before we even dive into the tips, because I'm going to share what to include in your live what to not do, what to do to create an impulse or a um, encourage your audience to do something, take an action, and, um, and all of that. But before we do that, I would like to, uh-oh, guys, I'm really trying to set it up so I can see your comments. It's just taking me a minute. Okay. Um, I would like to share some stats with you so that you feel more motivated to go live and know that you're not alone. Even if you only have like two people watching you in the beginning, you can, if you're consistent, grow your Facebook Live audience with practice and with, like I said, scheduling it and being consistent and asking people to share it and all of that. So if you're here right now, give it a like, give it a share, and hopefully you know some people who could benefit from Facebook Live tips. Okay, I see my, <laughs> I hope I can see your comments if they come up. Anyways, did you guys know that there are, as of only 2017, so it's grown even higher than this, there are 2 billion daily active users on Facebook. And so 
it's probably grown because that was two years ago, but 83% of them are women and 75% are men. So ladies who are coaching ladies, AKA mostly me, I, I coach mostly women. Um, this is our place. This is our, our zone we need to get into. Um, so 83% women, 75% men on Facebook and 18 to 29%, um, Oh, oh, sorry. The ages, <laughs> I'm losing it because I'm seeing my mouth move. I got to figure out this Facebook Live, Ecamm Live thing, whatever. If I don't see your comments, I apologize. I'll answer at the end. But please do comment if you're here and I will answer your questions. Um, so anyways, the ages, the most popular ages on Facebook Live, 18 to 29 is the most common age range for people on Facebook Live. And um, that's 88% of users as of 2017, a little outdated, but okay, it gives you the general idea. And 84% is 30 to 39 years old. So people, if you're a coach and you do online coaching or group programs or have a Facebook community, that is an incredible resource for you to be using um, if you're not already using it. So now let's talk about a few more stats before we get into the juicy stuff. Uh, the average time that people spend on Facebook Live is 35 minutes a day, which shocked me because I feel like that's a lot. But if you think about it, people are watching less TV now. People are scrolling through their phones more now. People get a little dopamine release from looking at their Facebook feed. And so I want to thank you if you're spending some of your 35 minutes of your day with me and on my page. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I very much appreciate it and appreciate your continued support. And no, guys, if you're a coach or a business owner, that you should be incredibly grateful and incredibly um, warm and invite your audience to engage with you so you know who is spending some of that 35 minutes with you and start to build a relationship from there. Okay, so now let's get into the Facebook Live basics. And the first thing I'm going to share with you is um, how to set up for your Facebook Live. So the first thing you need to think about is your brand. And I am not always a rule follower of what the, of this rule that I'm going to share with you, but you kind of want a setup behind you that's either plain and not distracting or even better, something that's on brand. So setting up behind you, like, uh, a, if you're a fitness coach, having like a bookshelf with books about fitness behind you. Or something that would, if somebody had their sound off and they were scrolling through their feed, they would be like, oh, okay, that's a, someone talking about fitness. Or, oh, that's a fitness coach. You, They should be able to see your image, see your branding, see what's going on, and know what kind of coach you are or what you're doing. Now, clearly, this is not showing that I'm a business coach in any way, shape, or form. There's an electrical outlet behind me. I used to have a plant covering that up because I was trying to be fancy for my five-day challenge in the Health Coach Nation Facebook group. Um, but, you know, I don't have it set up yet. This is a minor detail. This is like the what's more important is you're going live. So don't think of that you need to wait to go live until you get the perfect setup scene behind you. But that's just one tip that if you really want to step it up, it's a good idea. The other thing to keep in mind is to have good lighting. So, so often, myself included, I set up my live, it looks good on my phone. I didn't test it 
And then I watch the video back and it's like, ooh, that is the worst lighting I've ever seen. So what I like to do is use, I use um, these lights from Amazon that are just called like litmus lights or, or I think they're called litmus lights. But there's also a really good, and this is way better because it doesn't wash, these lights don't wash you out and they're very popular among the uh, video coach community. Um, it's called the ring light and it's something you can set up on your desk or with a tri with a um, tripod and it looks really nice. So check out the ring light on Amazon. If you need links to these, you can let me know. Otherwise, you just Google it, go to Amazon. Um, and so the first thing is setting up your environment, getting the background good, getting your lighting good. Uh, I'm not speaking very grammatically. I'm not sounding very good tonight. I'm all over the place, but I just wanted, I had to share this with you. So please excuse my lack of, uh, my, my jumping, my jumpiness. Okay. So that's the first thing. The other thing that's really important is before you go live to plan it. So the reason why I used to get so nervous was not just because I hadn't done it enough times. That was part of the reason. But the other reason why I used to get really nervous to go live on Facebook was because I, um, wasn't really prepared. Like I had my notes, but I didn't practice it out loud. And even like tonight, like last week, if you guys are in my Health Coach Nation Facebook group, I did a five day free training challenge. It was five days of videos that were almost, I mean, from 30 to 60 minutes. And I prepared so much for those. I wrote outlines, I wrote bullet points, I wrote my script, I, re I read it before I went on, I practiced it. And, um, for, for the most part. I practiced it before I went on. Tonight, uh, as you can see, I wrote down bullet points on a postcard in five minutes and I felt the impulse to go live and here I am. But you're going to probably watch this back. I'm probably going to watch this back and be like, Haley, you should have waited. You should have prepared for this so you didn't jump around as much. But that said, in the beginning, I'm all about getting it done rather than making it perfect because you are going to be nervous in the beginning. It's never going to be the perfect conditions. There is going to be background noise or your child is going to run up and sit on your lap during the live. That's okay, but you just need to start. And the more prepared you get and the better you get at practicing, the easier the information is going to flow. This is literally like public speaking and public speaking is the number one fear among people. And so you have to, um, treat Facebook Live as something you're going to prepare for and have an outline for. So I'm going to give you the exact outline that I use or the format that I use to plan my Facebook Lives and what has worked for me as far as getting people to take action after a live. Um, but the other thing that I want to remind you before you go live or in the before stage is to let your audience know let your audience on Instagram know, let your audience on your Facebook page or your personal page know by creating a graphic using Canva, which is a free um, little tool you can use on your phone or computer to create a picture of you with text on it. So you can create a picture of you with text that says, going live tomorrow on whatever topic. And when you are writing that, when you are letting people know you're going live, give them a teaser or a popular a, a um, very catchy title. So when you're naming your live, you want your live to entice your audience. Instead of saying something like, if I could have wrote for this live, um, Facebook Live Basics, 
boring. But instead, I wrote something that is going to give you a result at the end that talks about the results that makes you want to watch it, which was how to create Facebook Lives that sell, that convert, that make you feel like you're not just having crickets watch and then nothing happens at the end, right? And so that's why I'm going to share with you what I do and give you all the basics so you're set up to have a really powerful, successful Facebook Live that you feel good about and you actually follow through with it and do it and get results. And so for you guys, if you're a health coach, you could say something instead of saying something like how, um, how to eat healthy. That's so general. It's so boring. Most people know that already. You should instead say something about what happens from the information that you're going to share. What's, what's the results? What are they going to get if they implement what you're going to share? So something like how to, um, let's see, how to lose that last, those last five pounds um, without feeling like you're crazy restricted or something. Or how to, um, let's say you're doing a video on why you need to get to the gym. Something like how to go to the gym, like hit the pain points of your audience. So if your audience feels so afraid to go to the gym because they think everybody's watching them or they don't know what to do, um, then say something like how to not have any intimidation when you walk into the gym or something like that or three tips. And it's always great if you can include a before and after and numbers. So for example, um, how I, and, and this is something I used when I did my five day challenge last week, how I tripled my clients as a health coach within 30 days. So as you can see, what was involved in, ooh, sorry, what was involved in that title, uh, who it's for health coaches, what I'm providing, how to triple their clients. That's the results. That's the positive thing that they could learn. Um, within 30 days, so I gave it a timeline or I gave it a number. People like numbers, people like results, people like knowing who it's for. So all of those things should be included with your title. So let's go back to the health example, how to lose those last five pounds um, as a busy mom with no time to work out or something like that because you're telling, oh, it's for busy moms, here's the result, and blah, 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 okay? Uh, I always go to weight loss examples because I do work with a lot of weight loss coaches, but I need to come up with a new idea because I think that uh, health is about so much more and I think a lot of my clients feel that way too. So if you have an idea of what you do as a health coach, that's not related to weight loss, let me know and I'll come up with some examples in the future for future videos that revolve around those. But I always go to weight loss because it's just fresh on my mind. It's what I talk about with my clients um, a lot of the time. So, but I'd love to talk about something different. So give me some examples. Anyways, let's move on. So you have to give it a captivating title that includes number one and number is always great. Number two, the more specific about the pain point you're solving, the better. And as long as it's in your ideal client's language, that's amazing. So don't try to appeal to everybody with your life by something super general and boring like how to eat healthy. Appeal to your ideal client, busy moms. How to not rip your hair out at the end of the day um, <laughs> and dive into a huge giant bag of tortilla chips and salsa uh, because you've had a really rough day as a mom, whatever. Okay, so example there. Be specific about the pain point you're solving. Um, give it as like a like I said, before and after, and what else? I think that's about it. So type in a good example of a title if you're here or you're watching the replay. I'd love to know. 
And then let's talk about now that you've come up with your title, you've announced that you're going to go live and when, you're, you have um, set a time and a schedule. I highly recommend sticking to a schedule. So every Monday night I go live at 8 p.m. Central Time, for example. For me, it, and I, here's what I say to my clients, if you can't do that and commit to that, for me, I don't commit to that right now, um, then don't. It's okay. It's totally okay. But people like to know when you're going live because it can be like a TV show. It can be like, oh, I already, I know it's always going to be there on Tuesday mornings on my ride to work. I can watch, I can listen to the replay. Um, and people like that regularity. They can count on you. That builds trust. Um, so do have a schedule if you can. Announce it. Get your get your really good title, and then plan your outline and practice your outline. So let's talk about the outline. Okay, so here's what I recommend. I recommend starting out your video with an attention grabber, getting right into exactly what the topic is. So restating the title, the captivating title. Welcome to the five-day challenge. I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, my five things I stopped doing to triple my clients within 30 days as a health coach. La, 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 la. That was what I did last week. So for you guys, you could do something um, that grabs their attention, a stat or a question or a personal story, and then introduce yourself. So then right after that, you say, hi, my name is Haley Rowe. I'm a business coach for health coaches. I help them X, Y, Z. And you should definitely use the I help statement that I shared in the five-day challenge last week. If you did not get the formula to come up with your really specific niche, um, let me know and uh, you can sign up for my email updates that will be coming out soon as a course and I can even send you one of the videos for free, the one about the niche marketing for free. So please do let me know if you'd like that video. It's, it was one of the most popular ones from last week. A lot of people had a really great response to it. Um, so I could send you that. But anyways, make sure that you're not just saying, I'm a health coach. No, no. Who are you a health coach for? What do you help them do? State it very succinct in one in one sentence that's clear about the before and after picture for your clients that's in their urgent, that shares their urgent struggles and their urgent goals, and then get on with your video. So don't forget to introduce yourself because a lot of times there's new people on your page. You're going to share it to, to new places. Um, and so you want to be sure people know who you are and what you do and why and, and establish your credibility too. So the other thing is in the beginning of your video, what's great after you introduce yourself. So we've talked about attention grabber, introduce yourself. And now we're going to move into a personal emotional story that establishes your credibility. So example would be, you know, Hey moms, tonight I'm talking about how to not go crazy and dive into an emotional eating, eating frenzy when you've had a rough day with your kids and running around and la di la. And I want to share, well, for me, in the beginning, when I was first starting my health journey, I found myself and then get uh, to a story about that your clients would relate to, that they would say, okay, yep, that totally describes me. And the fact that you've been able to overcome that is amazing. And I want to watch this video now. So you have to come up, you have to share with your audience your story and your background. And don't talk about a topic that you don't resonate with, that you don't um, have a story with, that you haven't fully overcome yet. I'm all about being vulnerable online and being yourself online, but I think it's important to not share things that are still fresh and things that you still haven't resolved completely yet. Um, because, Well, not resolved completely, but like 
feel comfortable and confident talking about. Because if you don't feel comfortable and confident talking about something, then your audience isn't going to feel comfortable and confident watching you, right? So I'm all about sharing your weaknesses, sharing your vulnerabilities, um, especially because people relate to that, people earn trust through that. We're not all robots. It's part of the beauty of social media um, when you're not seeing everybody's highlight reel and they're real with you. But at the same time, it shouldn't be a topic that you're so like, I can't talk about that yet. Um, because then again, your audience isn't going to feel good about that either. Okay. So once you share a personal story and how this topic relates to you, get into the content, be brief, be right, be brief, be bright, be gone. <laughs> and, um, what I like to say now that said, I've done some really extensive trainings and I've done some really short ones and people always like the little tiny short mindset ones. So I find that the shorter ones are actually better, even though I don't follow that rule all the time. But you want to get into about three bullet points, three to five bullet points, depending on how in-depth you're going to go with each one. And it can be about your topic. So let's say we're going back to how to not emotionally eat as mom with crazy day. And, you know, you're sitting at the, on the couch at 10 o'clock at night, diving into chips and salsa, and you're feeling really crappy because you have to get up at 5 a.m., blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let's say that's your topic. And you're going to share five things or three things that you that shifted your behavior. And one of them is journaling at night. And here's the journal questions you did. And, and here's how you set yourself up in an environment that allowed you to journal and blah, blah, blah. And then second tip is, you know, I had to make sure that during the day I was um, taking enough care of myself and eating lunch and, and make, you know, meal prepping and blah, blah, blah. And tip number three is I started to meditate and or pause and and ask, reflect, and here's the guided meditation I use, and here's the link to it, or something like that. So you gave your three tips, and while you're doing that, you're engaging with your audience. So if you have, if you were smart, unlike me, and you announced to your audience, hey guys, I'm going live tonight at eight, and they're there, and they're asking questions, you can be like, hey Cindy, I see your question about, um, how do you do, how did I start meditating? Well, to be honest with you, I got this app and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you do want to engage a little bit in between, but you can always say, I'm going to save questions till the end so that you don't get distracted. Especially if you're new to Facebook live, it can be very distracting when you're reading questions and you're, you know, trying to stay on point with your topics and you haven't practiced enough. And, and so I always recommend you can save questions till the end, but if something simple comes up and you want to make somebody feel welcome, you can say, hey, Cindy, I see your question. I'm going to answer it in just a second or answer it right then and there. Okay, so now you've gotten to the meat, the body, the three tips that answer and, and address your title that you came up with and solve the problem. And then you're going to get into um, the kind of conclusion. So you're going to give them initial takeaways and an initial action step to take on their own. That's a call to action. And the call to action part comes in at the end. Now you can mention the call to action briefly in the middle as well, because a lot of people don't stick around to the end. But in your videos, here's what a call to action is. It's a call to do something that you would like your audience to do to build the relationship with you as a coach. Okay. So that might be sign up for my free guide on how to blah, 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 blah. And it will be emailed to you. And then 
you're able to nurture that relationship because you now have their email. They'll be on your email list. They'll get your newsletters that have valuable takeaways. And that is a good call to action. Another good call to action might be, you know, if this topic really resonated with you and you're really struggling, like for example, you guys, if you're struggling with your Facebook lives and you want me to watch one of them and give you feedback and hop on a free strategy call, I'm happy to do that. And so if you want to do that, for real, I'm not, this is, I'm not using this as an example, I'm literally saying this, um, you can just go ahead and message me or email me at info at HaleyRow.com and I, we can set up a free strategy call and I'll look at your Facebook Live. Um, so there's an example of a call to action. So free call with you, email list. Um, another, t if you're really just doing a quick one, it could be something like share this with somebody who needs to see it or it could be some kind of giveaway. You could be doing um, some kind of giveaway, but something basically that's going to not just say, thanks for watching, bye. It's It needs to, the conversation needs to go on. It needs to not end when the video ends. And so that is why I recommend email list, um, freebie, giving away a freebie, and or a call, a private call with you. Okay, so then you and you give the takeaways, you say thank you for watching, you tell them when you're gonna be live next, next time, right? You say share this or let me know if you have questions, and then you're done with the video. So that's the format that you want to have. And now let's talk about what the heck do you do after the live is already over. So this is probably the most important part of the whole thing because once you're done with the video, most of the time we just click end and we're done with it forever. But this is a time where you gotta optimize what you have. And so what I would recommend is a few things. Number one, I would say use the tool Ecamm Live, it's spelled E-C-A-M-M, live it's like twenty dollars you can buy it on um if you google ecamm live you can buy it for your mac or your pc and what it allows you to do is save your videos to your computer so that you can repurpose them and so what i do to get them to milk this video because i am a content i take a long time to do content i write really long blogs i'm always like why did i do this why did i pick to do this topic um and so what Facebook Live has allowed me to do is repurpose my videos into transcribed blogs, or I can just write the bullet points from the from this video, rewatch this video, and that from there I'm able to write a blog about what I talked about with the highlights, and and then upload this video to YouTube, put that in the blog, and then also um, use this audio as a podcast if I really want to. The sound quality isn't as good when I as when I record a real podcast using my special equipment, but it's still a great way to get the most out of a video that I do if I think it's, you know, podcast quality and share it there. So you're able to get so much content. And then here's, here's more ways you can repurpose. And this is why I'm saying Facebook Lives that sell because the more work you do after the video is over, the more traction you're going to build, the more engagement you're going to get, the more this video is going to be worth your time. Um, so you post it as a podcast, you post it as a blog, you take a clip, you record a clip on your iPhone of this video that you just did, and do a little teaser on your Instagram stories. Now, the way that I do that is I have an app that's called like Screen Recorder, and it's totally free. And what I do is um, 
I just record my, I go on my phone, I go on my Facebook page, I play a little clip of the video that I want to share. Usually it's like a highlight or a part where there's a juicy moment. And I record a few seconds of it and then I take it to the Cut Story app. So lots of tools are being given in this video. Cut Story app, which is also free, but there's a premium version too. And you can cut your Facebook Live into small short clips that you can share on your Instagram story, on your Instagram feed, on your Twitter, on your Facebook as a reminder for people to go watch the live and then link to the live. And so then you have calls to action on all your social media platforms to go watch the video and connect real time, connect and with you on video. And people love video because number one, it's, it's, engaging number two they get to know you better they, they cut through all of the hiding behind a screen thing and they, they're like okay she's normal person i don't feel weird getting on a call with her uh, and it's a great way to build and nurture the relationship with your audience so remember to um repurpose it and then the other thing you could do we're talking more about how to repurpose your video once it's done how to get it seen how to get it sales from it um and so and i always say that it's not necessarily you're going to get sales from it, but you're going to get one step closer with your audience because your audience needs to see you on average like seven times before they buy from you. So the more you get on video, the more you connect with your audience in that way, the more close you, they get to trusting you enough to be a client, to be a customer, to opt into your freebie. Um, and so, and, and you have to put out value, obviously, to to create a business, right? So this is one way to create massive value in a short period of time that's very purposeful and very reusable. Um, and so that's why I love Facebook Live so much. So now that you've done the video and you've repurposed it on your own platforms, it's time to share it with others. So one thing I recommend is tagging in the, let's say you were just talking about this topic. Like I was just talking about Facebook Live with two lovely ladies who I met in a Facebook group and they were saying, I don't know how to go live. I get really nervous and I'm probably going to tag them in the comments after this so they can check out some of the tips and have the Facebook template. Um, and I emailed them a workbook with the Facebook template too. So it's, it's one of those things where it's an opportunity for you to answer your audience's questions and then be sure to let them know you answered it in this video, right? So tag potential clients, tag people who, um, even if they're not potential clients, just followers who you know would like the video and who would get value from it. Um, so tag them. And then the other thing you could do is share the video to um, a Facebook group where it would be valuable. So if you have your own Facebook community, you could share it there. If you have a community where you're not giving a hard call to action of like work with me because a lot of groups don't want your, your personal promotion in their groups. Um, but let's say you're in a Facebook community with a ton of moms and you were just talking about moms. It's a fitness moms group and they're, you're talking about how to, you know, go to the gym if you're a mom. And you could share the video there and, and make sure that, again, it abides by the group's rules and it's respectful. But if you're adding value and you're helping somebody, it's, it's part of your mission. It's part of your purpose. You shouldn't feel weird about sharing your content outside of just posting it on your page, right? So that's another example. If you mentioned brands, so let's say I was doing a video here reviewing my um, reviewing Bulletproof coffee, for example, and making it, showing you the recipe and showing you the Bulletproof coffee beans and telling you that I think it's great. Um, 
I could share it and tag Bulletproof. Okay, so again, more cross collab. They want it obviously on their feed because they are, I'm giving them a positive review, right? Um, so that's another way to get more visibility through your through your video. And the other thing is to ask questions. So always um, during your video, ask, you know, what do you think about this? Or make it simple for them to answer. Don't make it a huge question like, what's your life's purpose? Comment below. Make it something like, what are you going to do today to um, to move forward with your next Facebook Live? Or what's your first title going to be for your Facebook Live? Or something like that. So those are some ways you can create Facebook Lives that sell. The biggest thing that I want you to take away from this is um, to pick topics that drive home with your niche and that are so relevant and that are so valuable and do not be afraid to give away too much for free ever because the more value you give and the more you're speaking exactly to your ideal client and what they need right at this moment in their own language, the way that they've described their struggles to you, and you communicate that in your title, you communicate that in your story that you share, you communicate that in your introduction of who you are, the better results you're gonna get from your video. That is the number one takeaway, is to go find what your clients struggle with, what your audience struggles with, how do they say it in their own words, what do they wanna know about it, and then create your lives from that. Never shoot in the dark about your content. Never just talk about what you feel like talking about. I don't really feel like talking about Facebook Lives right now, but I do know that a lot of my clients struggle with that, and I do know that I have a lot of structure when it comes to my lives that's really helped me, and so I wanted to share that with you tonight. What I want to talk about right now is this really good book I'm reading, but nobody cares. Like, no, nobody will care right now <laughs> about that. So there, there are ways to make sure that you are not having crickets on your lives, and that is picking a good topic, getting yourself some equipment to make them nicer, but that's like the small rock. The big rock, obviously, is doing it, getting it done. Done is better than perfect, being specific on your, your niche. Uh, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to join the Health Coach Nation Facebook group, too, for more tips. And also, just to FYI, my free habits guide of 30 proven strategies of how to make habits that stick is gonna go down soon because I'm replacing it with a training, uh, a new email opt-in, new freebie about how to create a five-star Instagram bio and create a strong niche that uh, attracts, that automatically brings in uh, ideal client matches for you. And so be sure to get the free habits guide at HaleyRow.com on the homepage before it goes away forever and ever. And I will uh, let you know when the new freebie is available. All right. Have a good day or good night, I should say. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to get your free gift over at HaleyRow.com by joining my email list. And remember, you can always connect with me and other health coaches in the Health Coach Nation free Facebook group where I post trainings and videos on how to take your health coaching business to the next level. Can't wait to connect with you. Have an awesome day.